Welcome to another episode of the Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I am your host, Jerio. Today, I am very pleased to have Ana Gabriela, Candela, and Victoria with me. Welcome to the Exploring Art Podcast. Our case study for today will be Never Having Loved, Never Having Prayed. We'll be talking about what is theology as well as what are theologians. Can non-believers fully immerse themselves in religious art? And finally, we will be comparing and contrasting art amongst different religions. Now, let's start off at the basics. What is theology? Candela, can you answer this one? Yes. Okay, so theology is the study of religion. Um, is it examines the human experience of faith and how different people and cultures express it. So theology is basically the study of God. Okay, okay. So the, the study of God and religion and I guess different religions. Um, does anyone object or anyone have a, anyone want to add to that at all? No, I think that was pretty good. That was pretty accurate. I think that kind of covers it all. Like, you know, you're kind of like not only studying religion, but the way kind of religion affects culture too. Yeah, yeah, it was a very good point. It was very concise. Okay. And let's see here. Who is who wait, who is the theologian and can anyone be a theologian? Now, Anna Gabriela had a great point before the podcast started. And if she would like to say it right now, that'd be great. Well, uh, what I was saying before, it, it was like anybody, I think that anybody can be a theologist because you, I think that you don't have to um, like, uh, there's not a like uh, some kind of requirements you have to fill to be a theologist. Actually, in my university, in La uh, Universidad Católica Andes Bello, in Caracas, Venezuela, the theology is a major. And you don't see, like, there's nuns that are studying theology or so, things like that. But you don't see, you don't have to study theology to, to be a, a priest or a, a priest, sorry, a priest or a nun, you know? Um, Maybe you can study theology just because you like history uh, or religion and you want to understand a little bit more about things and all, all of the um, Christianism or Catholicism. So I think that if you want, you can, any of us can be a theologist if we like the, the, the team, the, the, the subject, you know? Yeah, theology, it's one of the few thing, like studies of that you can just do it like in your free time and really be passionate about it because it is because it is the study of religion. And like you, you said earlier, like you can just be studying religion for context on past events. Like let's say you want to study like the Renaissance and religion is a big part of a lot of Renaissance paintings. So yeah, theology is like it's it's, it's science. It's, it's, it's kind of a science because it, most people, I think that some people use it or study it uh, like uh, their principal major, but 
like there's a lot of people who studied like um, I don't know uh story it's history sorry history and they use theology just like a second major to have a like a complement and and have like all the contents about some kind of religion uh, for example in in my university there's like um they they study christianism and catholicism but i think there's a lot of, there's other universities and then the maybe they see other religions because they're um, that there aren't the the only two religions you know so i think it, it's more like people being curious about it you know I want to add up to the point uh, Ana Gabriela uh, just made. Um, in one sense, all it, all it takes to be a theologian is to have an opinion about God. And that's it. That's basically the moment you think or say anything about him um, or whatever God it is to you, you're doing theology. So I think anyone can be a theologist. But the question is how deep you want to dig in, how good of a theologist you are true true i have a question for you guys do you guys think a non-believer or an atheist or agnostic person can be a theologist i believe that because like this is the study of religion so like it it does sound like a little contradicting but even their point of view from how they see god i think that even still is just like theology still because they believe in the absence of God. So that is still like a way kind of to see theology. And they could, I think they could still emerge in the religions and, and like the aspects of it and how it affects culture and people and everything in the world. What do you guys think? Well, I think to be an atheist, you would have to be a theologian at least because what is it? Like you can't just like completely denounce religion and just say, yeah, I don't have any reason. I just don't believe it. Like there, it has, there is some reasons to be an atheist. And I think it's completely natural if an atheist were a theologian, actually, since they were, they would, it would just bring them further points because most of the Bible and most of different types of um, religious texts, at least, they're kind of based on like experiences of people and people like at that time. And what makes people feel good and what makes people feel bad is a sin. And what makes people feel good is, is that is a good deed. And you you kind of need to be a theologian to be an atheist, I believe. But there are some people who just completely denounce religion, and that is normal too. But it's kind of it's more ignorant than anything if you just would just completely denounce religion and not like be theology or not like under what is it like have an opinion about god like yeah. mm -hmm. um anyone have any extra any other points that they want to add to that well uh adding to jeriel i think that uh do if um if someone who doesn't believe in god wants to be a, a theologist maybe it's just because they want to understand the religion and how, uh, okay, I don't, maybe this is their opinion. It's like, okay, I don't believe in this, but there's a lot of people who believe in our religion. So why, you know, it's like, 
I think it's more like an understand what they don't think. You know, it's it's something like don't be uh, maybe open minded about it. You know, it's like uh, I'm I'm not the center of the universe. There's a lot a lot of people who believe in God and have religions and maybe it's like okay I want to understand that and maybe maybe the the person is not gonna believe it at the end of their of their major you know but I think it's more something like understand the the minds of other people you know and the religion and all like we said before like the contents and things like that Okay, so you were, um, so you were saying like it's just maybe people just want to be open minded and understand what religion does to other people, and also like and that's in the beginning like how it affects cultures. Like if you want to understand like religion and how it affects cultures, like being a theologist would greatly benefit you in understanding that. Even if you're an atheist, just because religion has a very big impact on m most every culture and in the world, to be honest. So yeah, like understanding religions and understanding different uh, people's beliefs would help you understand people themselves. Um, I just wanna add to that, because I feel like when we think of theology and people who study the theologians, people think about priests, nuns, and kind of like that very religious aspect. But I kind of just wanna give other examples if you are, are interested in religion but that's not what you want to do here are other examples of what you can study and like uh, what careers you can pursue you can be a teacher a social worker um, a nonprofit worker counselors a journalist writers a historian um, an education administration a religious ministry director a counselor um, so there's many more options that you can do and fulfill with a theology major. It's not just that. So it is a very educational like pathway to study. Actually, a fun fact, I just want to point. I used to, when I started my major in mass communication, I used to see classes with a nun in the first semesters. And she was really nice. And I remember that the teachers as, asking her why she decided to, to study mass communication because it's not that we're not used to, to see nuns in, 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 other, in other majors that are not theology or something like that. And she said that in the convent, nobody uh, was studying uh, mass communication. So she, she liked the, the she liked it and she entered it and and now she I I I didn't saw her anymore but I didn't see her anymore but I think she 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 has to be like in the last year of the major I think maybe but she was pretty nice actually I was actually really cool actually um yeah so actually yeah because you really don't see nuns outside of like outside of churches so yeah like that's that has to be like oh like whoa you know what kind of experience yeah well i was i i was in a a catholic school 
with nuns. So I was used to see a lot of nuns, <laughs> but oh, it's, okay, it's, okay. it was like, I, I, I didn't expect to see nuns in, in the university, you know? But it's super normal. I mean, anybody can can. So if if you have the the like, if you like something, you I think you can study what what do you, what you like. So. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Now, getting. Oh, sorry. I also want to touch on the point. Uh, um, you like. Some people ask, do all world religions have theologians? Well, yes, uh, theologists exist in all of the religions. Uh, the themes of theology include God, humanity, the world, salvation. And those themes exist in all religions. So theologians exist in all the religions in the world. Yeah, like we just touched right now, like, where like even atheists are could be considered theolo theologians like every religion as long as you have um as, as long as you have a question about the world and about gods or gods um you're practically practicing theology like whether you believe in polytheism or monotheism it's kind of just kind of like how you see god and like, you know, just asking those questions, which basically applies to every religion, even the smallest one or like the most popular one. Yeah, that's an, yeah, that's an excellent point. Um, any religion can have theologies, like as long as there's wonder and there's curiosity in the world, every single religion can have a, what is it, have, have a theologist. Now, let's say, now let's see. There's a point that we need to get back to, at least, a, that I said at the beginning of the podcast. Um, what is the relation between art and religion? Because this is an art, what is it, art history podcast. So the relationship between art and religion. Now, anyone want to take this point? Victoria? I mean, I just have an example. Like you mentioned earlier, the Renaissance, they were heavily influenced by religion like art throughout history has always been influenced and curious about like you know interpreting the world and how it came to be why it came to be what is our purpose on this earth um you know kind of asking all those questions art is always looking to answer that question um so kind of like in periods like the renaissance european art native american art indigenous um they're all just kind of like looking to answer like the questions of like who created us, why are we here, who is God, um, and just kind of like just pouring it all out and expressing it through art. Yeah, I agree with Victoria. Um, Christianity became uh, predominant in the European culture. And it's basically artists want, um, wanted to represent, wanted to create art that inspire and strengthen the faith of the audience of, of people. Um, and they wanted to, through visual images, wanted to show the nature of Christian mysteries and the miracles, saints, and everything that includes the Christian religion. 
Yeah, that is a great, great point. Um, now there was a quick question that I wanted to add before we like we get to the next um part. Do you, what is it? Like, is there a correlation between like the type of religion and the type of art that they do? Because I see that very prominent in um at least in Christian and and Judaism and like the more Western religions, I guess that they have more kind of like elegant and beautiful like forms of art like forms of like religious art like the last supper and um what is it the what the michelangelo painting there is one that's very beautiful um it's hmm, i don't know hand of god i think i don't know but it's a very beautiful religious painting and like compared to what is it compared to uh the the sculpture of Shiva that is in our textbooks and that we see a lot, like that is more like, that is more like the creation of like everything. And it is, it's still very beautiful in its own right, but it's more kind of like we would like the Western world would see it as chaotic. So do y'all think that there is a correlation between like the type of religion and the type of art that that religion creates? Um. Yeah, I think of according to your religion like I think religion and culture kind of like intertwine a lot so African religious art is not going to be the same as European religious art just because of the context and their history and what they're practice you know um also the same as native um native art you know it's never going to be the same it's it might have some similarities and it might like, you know, like they're all kind of like sacred images, but at the end of the day, because of their culture, their history, their context, the art is going to be different. And I think as soon as you see it, you're able to tell the difference because it is so like, the difference is so telling, like you see European art and then you see Asian art, you're instantly able to tell within the context and history of, you know, just, the the culture and the people. I completely agree uh, with Victoria. Um, artists look um, create works of art to represent what they believe is their religion, what what their symbols of their religion are. Um, so, for example, with European religious art, um, we have the um, La Nascita di Venere di Sandro Botticelli that he basically depicts the goddess Venus arriving to the, to the shore after her birth. And we also have the, like Jadiel said, mentioned the Michelangelo uh, creation of Adam that's in the Sistine Chapel that captures uh, the scene of God breathing life into Adam who was to become the first man. So he wanted to represent what he thought represented his religion, so yeah. Alrighty, now this brings on to our next point. Do we think that non-believers can fully immerse themselves in religious art compared to like actually religious people? Or do you think that there is a kind of boundary between them that requires, I guess, the context of like, what is it, learning and understanding religion? I do think that 
as like if you have an interest in religion like you can understand art like non-believers can see like pieces like the last supper um the garden of the garden of earthly delights and you know um just pieces like that they can see that and understand it because religion is same sometimes it is about relationship and your relationship with god and or gods or your relationship with people like yes that is what religion is about but that doesn't take away from the fact that religion is studied like they are like you can learn about the historical events within their context you can learn about like how it happened you know like you don't have to be a believer to understand art but i do think there is a fine line if you do practice religion and you see an art work or an art piece that is has something to do with your religion you start understand it to a deeper level because of your relationship with that religion so like i cannot see um a hindu art and be like oh yeah i like even if i understand it fully i just couldn't understand it the same way as someone who constantly practices hinduism yeah yeah because there is a boundary of context like like someone who is hindu has more knowledge about like actual hinduism than someone who is just christian and only what is it only believe in christianity or someone who is atheist and doesn't believe in any religion um so there is a like lack of context between that which can possibly create like a less like less appreciating of that art like let's say um what is it like the intricate details and the creation of Adam, um, we like most people would not be able to understand it if you weren't like actually religious. You can still appreciate the beauty of it as a work of art, but you won't be able to like understand it fully and fully immerse yourself into the like into like what Michelangelo was thinking. So yeah, does anyone have any like? anything they want to add to that or any objections if if you do please say so no i think we're fine oh <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you're good, you're good. <laughs> right. and now finally we will be what is it now let's compare and contrast like different religions and their different art forms um like christian like christianity i got their art forms hinduism african art um buddhism like was asian art and like even like native american art we can we can just compare and contrast like the different art forms um like amongst them does anyone like have any examples of art that's that can be like a little bit different from uh what is it like different art forms that like some may seem i don't know i don't know how to explain this at least but it's just like different you know you know what i mean yeah I, yeah. I, I know what you mean. So, for example, um, I saw that when you research African art, you see that there is like, um, like I said previously, there is a big difference between their art and, you know, just like different places, even within their countries, it does get a little bit different. But for example, um, African art, they have a lot to do with masks and kind of like um, sculptures, even though European art does dive into sculptures and like 
all that stuff, it is different materials and it is presented in a different way. So just the like how it shows overall, it is very different. I wanna touch on the point, the comparing European and Greek religious art. So basically the European art, um, it's the perspective of how like the images uh, stressed the human existence and particularly particularly themes related to the earthly birth and death. So that's how we see the um, creation of Adam, of Michelangelo. And in contrast, we see that in Greek religious art, the ancient Greeks worshiped many gods. So it's not only one, there's many gods and each with a distinct personality and domain. So the Greek art wanted to show the art origins of gods and their individual relations with mankind. So that's how, why we see um, this difference between Greek art and European art. I wish we could almost show art pieces in this podcast. Unfortunately, you know, we can't, but there is kind of like, just to give an example to the people, um, you can look at John the Baptist by Caiphas which is African art, and this is Christian art, but in like with the African culture and the African history embedded in it. And then you look at Christian art, um, like The Last Supper, we've been using that example a lot, but um, you know, like stuff like that. And that is also Christian art, but you could just see the apparent difference between them. Yeah, and to compare, um, a lot of, what is it, um, at least Buddhism, um, as well as Native American art, are very colorful compared to European art. Um, like, um, how do you say this? Like, European and African art are a little bit more dull than, like, the, the beauty of Native American and Buddhist art, because those two, like, like Native American religions and also as well as like Buddhism, like they are more revolved around like the nature around you compared to um, like the, what is it? The man, the son of God. So it creates like a lot of beauty. They see the world in a different way, which um, in our, in our Western views might seem a bit different, but they it's still beautiful nonetheless. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Um, thank you so much to Ana Gabriela for taking time out of her day to get here, as well as Candela and Victoria. Uh, yeah, I really thank you for having me. Yeah. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you brought a lot of great points, so thank you so much for doing, for doing <laughs> so. I really, I really appreciate it. So this concludes the Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to the Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious. Well, this was a very interesting conversation. Today we learned and discussed what theology is and what a theology is and what they do. We also discussed the religious world and how it intertwines with the art world and how being a theologist helps you appreciate religious art and religious art periods like the Renaissance. So I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Ana Gabriela, Candela, and Victoria.
I really appreciate it. Well, this goes, well, this concludes the Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to the Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and please join us soon. And remember to stay curious. Stay curious.